This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. Uh, when Cardinal Supich sat, sat down with Marianne Ahern, uh, Blaise Supich had this to say about uh, the rolling and roiling allegations of sexual abuse within the church. This is not about sex. It's about power and clericalism. That's what has to change in the life of the church, and that's what the Pope is talking about. But let's also be clear that people who want to make this about sex in terms of homosexuality and all the rest of it are, are a, a diversion from the real issue that we need to attack in the life of the church. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, let me introduce you to uh, two priests that uh, Mike Scott's been reporting on uh, this morning. Father Diego Berrio, 39. Father Edwin Geraldo Cortez, 30. Both priests assigned to the Mission San Juan Diego Parish in Arlington Heights who were arrested in Miami and charged with lewd and lascivious behavior after pedestrians and the police observed the two priests performing oral sex in a parked car. In broad daylight. Yeah. But it's not, it's not about sex and it's not about um, uh, uh, homosexuality and the expression of it that's tolerated in the church and has been for a long time. It's not about that. No, the two were easy to spot, too, because they were near a playground and didn't have tinted windows. Um, maybe those priests in Miami should have said they were there to check on rising sea levels due to global warming, and then Cardinal Supich would have embraced them. I shouldn't laugh, but that's... Uh... Uh, and uh, Supich also said this during his uh, sit-down with Marion Ahern, and uh, this being broadcast, uh, obviously, was the source of so much criticism directed at uh, Cardinal Supich's way, which he tried to reverse by saying he didn't, mean what he said and dispatch priests last Sunday for Sunday masses, Saturday and Sunday masses, to challenge and decry the unfair editing NBC5 did of Cardinal Supich's words. Does the Pope need to tell Catholics exactly what he knew about Cardinal McCarrick and when he first knew it? Well, I think that uh, the Holy Father on the airplane uh, had exactly the kind of answer that was needed. Uh, he was asked about uh, the letter of uh, uh, Archbishop Vigano. He said he read it. He encouraged the media to read it carefully and to come to their own conclusions and that he would not have any final statement, any other statement on it. I think what he was signaling is two things. The first is that uh, you have to see whether or not uh, these remarks stand up to scrutiny. There are so many things in there that he says about so many people that it's impossible to try to get into the weeds on this. And he trusts he trust the media to use their skill, their expertise, and he said their maturity to explore these questions. For instance, uh, look at the language of the letter and compare it to the language that's in these websites and news outlets that release the document. There's so many parallels there in terms of the kinds of things that uh, they're attacking the Holy Father and other people about. The other is um, uh, look at look at these various things that are said on an individual basis. That's why I clarified it. I see, and then of course he made the famous, infamous now rabbit hole comment about uh, we've got big issues, environmentalism, and and migrate migrants. We we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. 
it seems to me from watching the entire interview, and that was just an example of how much bandwidth Supich was given to say whatever he had to say with as much specificity as, as he wanted to say it. Also, uh, his dispatching priests to you know, be PR flax for him uh, belies the fact that he can supplement the record with more specific comments on any of these topics anytime he wants, and he chose not to do so. Uh, Supich has been behaved in a disgraceful manner, as far as I'm concerned. And I, 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 you know, you get to have an opinion whether you're Catholic or not. But I happen to be a member of the church, and I attend Holy Name. And he's behaving like a politician, like the guy who just announced he's not seeking re-election yesterday. For more on this topic, we're pleased to be joined by the uh, interviewer and a target of one Supich in question. She is Marianne Ahern, political reporter for NBC Five in Chicago. Marianne, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's been a busy time. Indeed. So how did you react to uh, the missive that oh, Supich sent out uh, per your interview of him? I was surprised. Um, I was surprised. I think, Dan, if we had not posted the entire interview already, we did the interview Monday. Uh, my time, by the way, was 3 p.m., um, you know, everyone got a different time. Uh, 3 p.m. isn't exactly, you know, the best time in the world when you have a 5 and 6 o'clock story. But, hey, that didn't even really, you know, always better to have more time. But whatever. That was our time. Um, we did our story at 5. We did our story at 6. We did our story at 10. No one from the archdiocese said anything. Tuesday, we posted the entire interview it, it isn't instantaneous it takes a little bit of process mm -hmm. to post all the various sections on the web and also have the copy to go with it and we have lots of other stories going but so we, we it took us till tuesday but we posted it then again not one word from the archdiocese nothing zero nada wednesday at 5 p.m., there was a statement that I did not receive that other people in the new newsroom received. It appeared, I don't know this absolutely, but it appeared I was deleted from the list since I often get emails from them. Someone else sent it to me and said, did you see this? So he put out a statement Wednesday night. It took 48 hours to complain. And still nothing directly to us, to me. And so I thought, wow, you know, that's, that's kind of odd. You know, I mean, if you, got, if you don't like, we certainly hear from people when they don't like their story, oh, yeah. you know. And I get it. You know, you, you interview someone for 12, 15 minutes, whatever it might have been. And we put up three different stories using a couple of the same uh, sound bites. But, you know, probably maybe five, six minutes were aired over the, over the day of the news. And, of course, as the person who's been interviewed, you go, darn it, I said this, too, and I said that, too. And, you know, why did they only take that? But we posted the entire interview. Right. I mean, you, you can't were get able, more, you know, transparency yes. I mean, that. you know, if they had shamed us into doing that, it would be a different story. But we already did it without any complaints. So um, if you happen to see, they, they posted their statement, the Cardinal statement on Wednesday on their Facebook page. 
90% of the comments, I'm shocked they didn't take it down, but 90% of the comments are, well, I did watch both. I watched the on-air and I watched the the unedited, and they're the same. I we We stand by our story, and I'd like to move on. <laughs> But we stand by our story. Well, it should be a badge of honor, you know, to be blessed by Cardinal Slupich because I think maybe he's mad at himself and, you know, pushing this off on you and NBC5. I mean, I don't know what else to – did he go after Chuck Gowdy? Because I know Chuck Gowdy interviewed him too. Did he mention anything about ABC7? He said the same things. Now, I don't know if he actually used the words rabbit hole to everybody, mm-hmm. but he said many of the same things to me, to others as well. So I don't know exactly why. I mean, I get it. I'm not exactly, you know, a, a shy flower in the corner. But, I, I mean, I reported what he told us. Right. I, I, I'm not quite sure what the whole, you know. And then to have, to have the priest read the letter, that was really over the top. Well, um, you've uh, covered uh, the archbishops and cardinals of Chicago for some time now. How would you compare covering Supich and your interactions with him now that he's been here for a spell to uh, previous Cardinals, George, Bernadine, others? Well, you know, the Archdiocese, and, I, and I've said this even to them, their goal is, if, and as any organization, their goal is to always make their folks look good or, or, you know, to promote whatever their message is. That's not my goal. You know, I mean, my goal is not to make any, my goal is to go ask questions, find out what the answers are, put them on the air. And my goal is also not to tear down people. I mean, my goal is just to to ask questions and to get answers to them. Um, And so they do seem to be on much more of a mission of that image conscience than perhaps a Cardinal George. But did I ever tangle with Cardinal George and Cardinal Bernie? Yes. Yes, that's the nature of the job. We we often do stories that folks don't like. That that, that but did it ever get to this? No. Absolutely not. No. And and wait, Cardinal Bernardine, are you kidding? I was there. We were the first ones to do the stories about all this awful stuff, right. the priest sex abuse. Right. Did they they wanted to? They called me and said, you know, how dare you? You're Catholic. Why would you do that? I mean, of course, I've had all that. They didn't, it, I don't recall a letter being read at the masses before. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah, what was. But, um, yeah. But, no, I mean, there are always times. You you know, hey, we're talking about mayor, the mayor. I mean, remember the time the mayor went crazy on me? I mean, yep. yeah, he barked at you. you. Know. Yeah. He had a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He literally I mean, had that, a temper tantrum. you, you got to be thick-skinned. It's hard. Well, it's it, hard. Yeah. But, um you know, I get it. It might. Not, I don't know if it's personal to him. It's not personal to me, but maybe it's personal to him. We'll keep up the good work. Um, big news yesterday, obviously. <laughs> Mayor Daly, or no, not Mayor Daly, Mayor Emanuel, no. announcing that he's not going to run for re-election. You were in the room. What was it like? Here's the difference. Eight years ago, I was in the room, and there was only about five of us in the room the day that Mayor Daly announced. We had no idea when Daly did it. We really didn't. And we all thought, that it was Jody Weiss was going to get fired. And I had called Jackie Hurd that day because I was out in the suburbs, and I said, what's going on? What's an announcement? She goes, we need to get here. And I was like, okie dokie. You know, Rand got there fast. And there might have been five reporters. All the TV cameras were there, but not a lot of um, reporters were in the room. 
yesterday when it happened again, people were, <laughs> no one took anything for granted. I wasn't privy to anything. However, Carol Marine had been kind of hearing it the last couple of, of weeks or months. Fran's article this last weekend that I should have read a lot more carefully, but she certainly sent a signal. So when they called our newsroom yesterday, when the uh, staff of, of the mayor's staff called and sat around, I don't know, maybe quarter to 10, and said, hey, the mayor's got an announcement at 1045. I ran to do makeup fast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okie doke, I think there might be a problem here. And why, why yeah. do you think he uh, made the decision he made and announced it yesterday when he did? It had to be the polls. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that also play a role. I mean, the Van Dyke trial starts. No matter which way the Van Dyke trial goes, if it doesn't, you know, if it goes poorly for him in some way, do you look like then you got, you know, thrown out the door? This is a way for him to say that it was his decision. Clearly, the polls were not in his favor. He, they keep telling us, there was a path to victory, but it wasn't certain. This is not a guy who's about to get into a race he's going to lose. All right. All right. Is he going to take reporter questions today? Yes, heading that way. Heading that way at 1030 today. So trying to hopefully, you know, hopefully he's not going to stand up and bark at me again. Yeah. The most hilarious part, the photographer that went with me, Ron, and Amy, you probably know Ron. He, he was the one that was with me that day that he barked at me. And he called me last night and I said, Ron, no matter what I tell you today, do not turn the camera off. Exactly. <laughs> now, is he going to use uh, Amy Rule for personal protection again or is he going to stand up there by himself? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I, you know, and even he did the line of politicians like to say they're going to yeah, spend more time with them. Please. Spend time with your family. Your family's gone. I I mean, they're all in college. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's strange. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, he needs a better speechwriter, but he also, he's just not really that great on the stump. He's not very entertaining. Well, who do you think? Who do you think it's going to be? It's not, I don't think it's going to be these folks of our, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I I mean, I think. To me, I think it's between Common and Chance the Rapper. That's right. That's what I think. (laughs) Uh, She is Marianne Ahern, political reporter for NBC5. Marianne, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. You're listening to Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.